you're developing your international business, one thing is often forgotten, cultural differences. The Culture Matters International Business Podcast does exactly that. Focus on international business and cultural differences. Chris and Peter guide you through the maze of business and cultural differences in every podcast episode. Get the global perspective here at the Culture Matters International Business Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to the Culture Matters Podcast. My name is Chris Smit. And I am Peter Vanderlande. You're listening to the Culture Matters Podcast on international business. We are on episode number 160. Uh, if you haven't subscribed, you can do so now. Uh, you can do that on culturematters.com. Uh, today, we want to talk about cultural superiority in business. Um, why do we always think that we are better than others? And this is on a personal level, this is on a cultural level, but we want to talk about culture and business and why do we always think that we are better than others? Do we think we are better than, other, than others? Why do we do this? Uh, and are we all subject to this phenomenon? Um, maybe we want to start, Chris, to explain the audience about culture superiority. What is it? What do you understand uh, when we mention cultural superiority? Uh, well, it, it's, it, is, it is literally what it is in, in, in terms of what you just said in your introduction. And we do this on a personal level as well. I think I'm better than you. And, and you think that I'm better than I, even though we're both Dutch. I mean, you write an article or I write an article and you try to shoot that down in a way and, and because you think your corrections are better. So we do it as on an inter, in, individual level as, as well, even intra-cultural, meaning that within cultures that happens the same as well. But it turns to be, it seems to be stronger when you talk about an international context when you have different cultures available. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, must be Corona, of course. And what we're trying to, um, to, to look at here is, is if you put different cultures together, say on a project, um, in, or in project management, if you want, and one part is being done in India, the other part is being done in the US, then both sides generally think that they can do it better. Leave it up to us and we can do it better. That's, that's what I consider cultural superiority. It's not through the eyes of the individual or individuals. It's usually not seen as, uh, cultural superiority generally as superiority we can simply do this better um, what I'd also like to do but a little bit later on is to have a look at um, what is currently going on in uh, in Eastern Europe with this crisis between Russia Ukraine and how the EU is reacting to this all the different um, EU member states so yeah. we'll, we'll look at that in a moment um, as as well so in your introduction Peter you you mentioned that that okay what is cultural superiority do we all do this is this is this your experience i believe so and in fact this is well researched if if, if you just google better than average then you will see all sorts of research coming up it's referred to as the dunning kruger effect or the better than average effect so this has been researched well over decades where uh, a lot of experiments have been done uh, where people really believe that they, at the minimum, are better than average. So, I mean, there are funny examples of people in the hospital with causing accidents. They still think that they're slightly better than average driver. They, they are slightly better than average. People are being asked a very uh, funny uh, experiment where people are being asked to judge jokes. Do you think this joke is funny? 
and then they uh, compare that with uh, professional comedians, uh, and still they think they are somewhat better than average. So this is a phenomena that's all across the board, um, and the I think where we want to step in is, is this also happening on a culture, national cultural uh, level? So do Germans on average think that they're a little bit better maybe than the neighbor? Or do Americans think that? And, 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 and if so, how does this impact international business? Mm-hmm. So, yes, I think this is a phenomenon that goes across the board. It's everybody's suffering to a certain extent from this. Um, what the reasons is, how does this, why does this happen, is, of course, something else. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, it's it's you can actually um, bring it down or bring it back, and this is this is up for for discussion, of course. Uh, if we between you and I have the same thing, even even Peter and 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 Chris in this case, both being Dutch, that we think we do it actually better than the other. Could this be that it's it's genetically programmed in us that we think we're better than the other person? Um, and if you stretch that a little bit further, and um, I so this is not with the intention of being politically incorrect at all. It is just a thought and maybe a thought provoking as well. If you think that you're better than the other, if this is a genetic disposition, then you could actually say that discrimination is something that is baked into our genes, into our fabric um, of of our being, if you want. Um, So it doesn't really answer your question yet, I think, Peter. Um, And maybe you can repeat your question. Well, maybe maybe it does in a way, because the question was um, if, if... if um, the better than average effect is uh, amongst us and we all kind of suffer from it, if you will, on a personal level, so I'm a better driver than you are or I'm a better article editor than you are uh, and you think the same thing, uh, of course, one of us is potentially wrong. Uh, We then elevate it to the level of culture, national culture, and how does this impact business and so my question was, where does this come from? He said, maybe, is there, is there a genetic component to it? And in fact, there, is, there are inter- interesting articles, uh, and this is also well-researched, that uh, there is an impact of genetic similarity. So if you are genetically similar to others, you form groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, these groups are um, stick together as whatever, as a, as a, as a, as a tribe, if you will. And they believe that they, are, of course, are better than others, and they start to fight with others and avoid strangers. Xenophobia is coming from, from there as well. So, of course, in culture, national culture, there is a similarity as well. So I'm similar to you because we're a Dutchman, and if we group Dutch people together and then we look at the rest of the world, you might say, well, we're not perfect, but better than average, right? So this applies to... Uh, the uh, uh, to cultures, national cultures, companies, if you will, right? Yeah. I'm working for uh, this particular company. Well, we're at least better than average. So this 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 is a I think is a a trend uh, or not, it's not a trend. It is a phenomena that it, it goes across the board. Uh, genetics might eventually deep down play a role, but I think it's better to look at it as in terms of you form groups, whether mm-hmm. it's a company whether it's a culture, whether it's a, a football club, uh, it's, tri- it's, it's tribe-type thinking. And the question, of course, then is, how does this impact the dynamic of international business? 
and of course that uh, that is something we might want to talk about a little bit more yeah well and i have an example from a real life example that i experienced myself i was doing some some work for um philips medical it's the biggest um, uh, division if you want still left over by the uh, electronics firm philips that used to make uh, light bulbs and tvs and stuff like that yeah and um <clears throat> dutch company and they, they they were running a project and this was spread over india the netherlands and the uh, the us in endover close to boston and um and i i went to all three locations uh so i went to in endover i did some workshops talking to only americans in the netherlands i talked to only dutchmen and in india i spoke only to um to indians and i asked them the question because it did come up as well because the indians were nagging about the americans the americans were nagging about the dutch the dutch were nagging about the indians etc you got this triangle working and eventually i asked the question guys in in every location so in india the netherlands and the us if if we leave this project to you, do you think we can do it better? And the answer was was unequivocally yes. Everywhere and all in India, they said yes. Leave it up to us because then at least we are we're in control and we understand what we're doing. So did the Dutch and so did the Americans. Now, when of course when you when you're looking at business in this case, if you have to. Um, even if it was only economical wise, I mean, uh, the, the labor is cheaper in India, for instance. And um, if you want to make that work, if you want to get that project off the ground, then if you start with a minus one versus minus one um, uh, position, then it's, it, of course, you create friction like that. So that, that's um, better than average and, and thinking that you're better than the other, in this case, actually really got in the way in terms of, uh, of running this typical project. So it does affect um business as, as such and what what tends to happen is that people don't understand why they do it they don't realize they do it <clears throat> um i mean the dutch work into a walk into a room and they say if you ain't dutch you ain't much and that's that's the, the superiority is set already so the point here is is that you have to be aware of of the fact that you do this the fact that this is this is something that we all tend to do so it's not only the indians doing it to the americans but it's everybody doing it to everybody um and that's important to realize that's the awareness is always step number one right that is if you're if you're alcoholic and you realize that you're an alcoholic you're 50 percent there but if you keep denying then of course you you don't get anywhere um, yeah. and then the next level would be understanding those different cultures so where does this come from because this is what we talk about here within culture matters as well we talk about cultural differences not about culture better or culture worse that's something you said as well peter um there there are no there's no you can argue from one position that there that there is a certain way of doing things better than in than from and from another perspective you look at it and yeah it's it's might actually be um not not a lot better i mean look at us and looking at you peter now uh, i mean i write an article and you uh, you keep correcting it because you think it's better and and for me i think well i don't really care that much uh, whether it's a capital here or a, a bold statement there um bold in print that is uh, for me it's just okay the speed with which things move forward are by far more important so i i put an emphasis on something else and that doesn't yeah. make it doesn't make it better that doesn't make you wrong that doesn't make me wrong either what do you yeah. think yeah that, that's that's right and i think the uh, the uh, we come back to, the, to this all the time it's the awareness right because uh -huh. think about what if we say better than average we all think we are better than average it's already in that in that statement is 
uh, you can already see the error, right? Because we cannot be all be better than average. Some of us are better than average. Mm -hmm. Some people are uh, a better driver than I am. So, but th what the funny thing is, if you look at that research, uh, the people who are actually be actually better than average don't really realize it because they assume that if I'm fairly good at this, I'm assuming that others are as well. Mm -hmm. It's where the people who are actually not better than average at something believe they are because they cannot see that they are not better than, than average and therefore they think they are better than average because they're not good at it. It's, it's like a circle. So the, the, the awareness is a big thing. If you are in international business and you are a Dutchman and you think these Belgians don't understand it, or you're an American and you think these Mexicans don't get it, then you, it is uh, recommended, I would say recommended to take a step back and realize that maybe, maybe it's you that doesn't understand it, or maybe it's you that don't understand this uh, particular topic very well. Mm. And uh, I think it's all about the awareness. I would like to take also one step back, and it's, I have mentioned this before, because maybe it's a good introduction to... Uh, to maybe touch on the subject of Eastern Europe and uh, what happens, uh, what's happening now with Russia and, and Ukraine, where Russia is building up the military, the border, and uh, Ukraine is try, trying to defend themselves, and the whole world is, 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 is looking at it, and Europe wants to help, but they don't, and the Americans have an opinion, what have you, uh, is my favorite book, The Wisest One in the Room, and I come back to this, this all the time, about naive realism, and looking at the world, and you think, as a person, or as a country, or as a government, that you have all the facts, and you can, uh, you can analyze that, and you have unbiased information. I see what's happening here, and I have that information, so those are facts, and that's the evidence. Mm -hmm. And I, I can see that without emotion, right? I don't have, I can leave my beliefs and priorities aside, I just see what's going on, that's a fact. Yeah. And others can see that same fact. So if the others see that same fact, they must come to the same conclusion. They must arrive at the same conclusion, like this is a clear problem and we need to do something about that. But then naive realism says if they don't, then maybe they don't have the same information that I do. So mm -hmm. just let's share the information with that person. So this can be negotiations, right, between Russia and, sure. uh, and Europe. And say, like, okay, let's share information. Now, now we arrive at the same conclusion, right? You shouldn't invade Ukraine. And then you share information, and it appears that you, they still do not uh, agree with you. And then what people think is, okay, well, maybe that person is not able to process the information the way I can. I am probably smarter, or maybe that other person is lazy, stupid, or maybe that pe person is crazy. Mm -hmm. And if you then arrive at the conclusion that they're not stupid or lazy or crazy, maybe they are uh, acting on self-interest or an ideology or they have mm -hmm. a hidden agenda. So this, of course, plays out in front of our eyes because Putin says, you don't understand me. I have certain things on the table. You are ignoring me. Uh, the rest of the world says you cannot invade a country. And here we are. So what is your take, Chris? When you yeah. look at the, from a cultural perspective, I think you want to talk about superiority in the cultural perspective when looking at this problem. Well, I mean, it's it's a good thing that you bring it up because this this is actually happening. And if you listen to this in the future, we don't, of course, know whether it happened uh, or whether it did not happen in the end. 
Um, if you look at, at the, the two countries, the, the big, well, the two bigger players, if you want, which are Russia in this case, Russia and Ukraine uh, as, as the subject, is, is that they follow more or less the same uh, trend lines. If you look at the four principal um, dimensions of culture, hierarchy, um, individualism, goal orientation, and predictability. That, that doesn't mean that the Russians are equal to the Ukrainians and the other way around. What you do see, and this is this is something that, that plays out a lot in culture and in cultural uh, differences as well, is that both countries are collectivistic. In other words, they are not individualistic. They're more group-oriented, family-oriented. <coughs> Excuse me. And, um, and what tends to happen there is that you get a sort of a tribal behavior. So we are Russians, and if you're Russian, then you're not Ukrainian, and vice versa. If you're Ukrainian, then you're not... Uh, you're not Russian. And those things, it's like oil and water. It doesn't really match or doesn't really mix really well. So that could be a cultural explanation. Why um, cultural explanation, not a factual explanation in terms of the fact that NATO said we're not going to expand eastward, which in the end they did, which is a fact that you can look up um, as well. Um, so What's interesting as well is, is that, that this cultural dimension plays a role in, in, in how people think and, and look at each other. If you look at Eastern uh, Ukraine as well, there's a big population, which is, um, uh, if you want, native Russian or culturally Russian. And um, they really wouldn't mind if the whole of the Ukraine would be part of, of Russia, as it was in the, the, during the Soviet times, of course. What's interesting, of course, is, is how you see that the rest of the world is reacting to this. Again, it follows the, the cultural lines. Uh, the, the, the U.S. deploys more troops immediately, almost, right? The, the Brits do exactly the same. And this is, again, a reflection of the low score on predictability. Um, then you see slowly, slowly, but surely you see the rest of Europe uh, looking eastward as well and, and thinking, oh, maybe we should do it. But every country does something different. Every, the, the French do something different. The Germans, they sent, sent helmets, I think, to Ukraine. Um, the Dutch do their, their usual thing. They keep on talking about it without actually doing anything um, because the, the solution to a problem in the Netherlands is talking about it. And you see that different, every different European country, the European Union uh, is doing something totally different. So the word union, when it comes to superiority, you can actually forget that in terms of the European Union. It's not really a, Euro, a union like that at all. So this is what I think is going on from a cultural standpoint um, between Russia, Ukraine, and, and EU in this case. Yeah. yeah, so the the if you look at the four cultural dimensions, it's interesting on how the world reacts to it, right? So you, you mm -hmm. mentioned already the United States immediately takes action. Just do it. It's the... Uh, it's the predictability or uncertainty avoidance. It's the yep. application, the application first uh, culture where the Americans just say, let's do something. And then the Dutch are just talking about it first because uh, that is also fits the, the Dutch culture. In terms of superiority, uh, of course, uh, the, the, at, the, at, the, at, the, um, at the root of conflict in general in the world in terms of problems between nations is, of course, a, a superiority, superiority, um, uh, there's a superiority dynamic. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, why would there be, have been a, a Soviet Union in the past? They said, well, let's expand the Soviet Union into the Ukraine, etc. And Putin has uh, publicly said it was, I think it was a, 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 a geographical trage tragedy, I think he said, mm -hmm. that the Soviet Union broke up. Because that was a, an ideology and they expanded it into other countries 
uh, why would you do that? Because basically it's better if, uh, if they follow our example. So let's make the Soviet Union bigger, uh, etc. The United States, the same thing. Let's spread democracy and, uh, and, and, and freedom and how we think about the world. So by nature, by, by, by definition, you create a conflict right there. So I'm better than you are. Uh, no, I'm better than you are. There's the conflict, and now we build up a military, a military force <clears throat> yep. across borders. And now we are back at square one almost, where we were uh, at the, uh, the Cold War stage, where we're saying, like, uh, do we really want to expand into, into your perceived territory? And mm-hmm. here we are. Yeah, no, it's true, and, and this is and this is real life what we're talking about. I mean, if you follow the news a little bit, it's hard to miss this one, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay, we can we can keep on talking about this. I just stick to my guns and say, if you ain't Dutch, you ain't much. Happily, I'm enough. I am Dutch, so nothing is going to happen to me. So just re- do realize. I mean, look at, it, at yourself in the mirror, and uh, next time you think that you're doing it better than the other, just maybe stop and look, turn around, and 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 see what is good about what the other person is doing. Shall we leave it at this, Peter? I think we can leave it at this. I think uh, what uh, maybe as a, as a um, as a last comment, of course, we we are looking through the lens of culture and superiority and what have you in terms mm-hmm. of international business, especially. So uh, the the Russian and Ukrainian is a just a good example of how it can lead to conflict. This is this also true in international business. Mm-hmm. If you think that you are better as a Dutchman in international business, you might very well be wrong. Same thing for other cultures. Uh, so you, the awareness is where it all begins, and uh, the awareness is something we can help you with. So uh, if you if you face uh, problems like this, where you have uh, conflict or uh, there are problems because of an international environment where people uh, behave like this or think like this, uh, I think we um, we are open to uh, to talk to you. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Number one hundred and sixty podcast culture matters in business indeed if you have not subscribed to this podcast you can do so on several platforms um one of them is itunes stitcher is there spotify as well by the way so you can look at us look us up there as well if you are in itunes then please leave a review that would be nice a five-star review of course makes us more uh, visible with our podcast the music you hear in the background is from ben sound um i am chris smith and I'm Peter from Atlanta. Yeah. Yes, I'm in Atlanta and you are? In Brussels. <laughs> yes. All right, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with another podcast. Hope you enjoyed this one. You take care and have a great day. Thank you. Overlooking cultural differences when you're developing your business internationally can be the biggest mistake you can make. Let Chris and Peter help you avoid those mistakes. Get in touch now. Go to culturematters.com. Mm-hmm.